Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording live from our Podstream studios in Times Square. Friends, let me just tell you that every week in post-Trump world, makes me feel like he actually hasn't gone anywhere. It's insane. The man has been out of office for eight months, and I feel like I talk about him at the same fucking rate that I did eight months prior. So here's the latest in the news, and I cannot wait for you to hear the interview that I did with our friend, MSNBC legal analyst and host of Justice Matters, Glenn Kirshner, who is going to break down the latest and the greatest out of Trump's DOJ, which we know he was weaponizing as a way to... Guess what? Overturned the election, which has been part of his big push since before the 2020 election. And now we have 49 states that have rolled out voter suppression laws based on the big lie. And what we know this week is that Trump pressured, coerced, threatened his DOJ staffers into spreading the big lie. This is what we know. Donald Trump said, Well, you don't have to say anything other than the fact that you believe that there was something nefarious, that the election was corrupt, that something is not right. And you know what? I'll take it from there. Me and my Republican allies. If that is not a huge fucking alarm, I don't know what is. Also, I don't know what the fuck... Merrick Garland's Justice Department is waiting for. It has been eight months. It has actually been longer than that if we're looking at investigations into Donald Trump. We know the man is corrupt. We've heard him in his own voice talk about his corruption, right? We've heard him on tape, on the phone call with Raffensperger in Georgia saying, find me 11,740 some odd votes. Now we have documentation where Donald Trump is saying, 
We need the DOJ to come out and say that something is corrupt with this election and we will spin it and take it from there. Every single one of Trump's allies need to be subpoenaed. We know that there are subpoenas that are going to be coming down for the one six select committee. But here's the thing. I want to know, are they going to actually be enforced? Because how many times were Trump officials subpoenaed while he was in office and they just acted as if it was a suggestion as opposed to actual law? And that if you do not show up, when you are subpoenaed that you can be held in contempt. We knew that Democrats did not take out their fucking knives when they should have. So will they do that now? That is the question on the table. And that is what I get into with our friend Glenn Kirshner. You know what else is driving me insane right now is this. Folks, I don't know how much more begging, bribing, that this administration needs to do in order to get the 50% or 30% that are left of Americans who have not been vaccinated. So let me tell you some more news. Yesterday, we talked about the Lambda variant that is running rampant in Peru and in South America and is claiming the lives of young people and children, right? So now there is a Delta Plus variant that has been identified in both the UK and in India. Now, what they know about this Delta Plus variant, which they are calling a variant of concern, is that they have found it in 70 some odd cases in India. They have found it in 70 some odd cases in the UK, and it has been found in the United States. What they know about it is, guess what? This new Delta Plus variant has cells that attach aggressively to your lungs. So we are talking about severe respiratory problems, folks. And when we talk about long COVID and the fact that some people have lost 20%, 30% of their lung capacity, this is serious shit. And so if you are not getting vaccinated, right? This is what you have to look forward to. I do not understand, and I said this yesterday, Why are you taking advice from your fucking high school friend on Facebook who failed out of biology, but you are not listening to actual data scientists and epidemiologists and folks who have made this their living, right? I I just, it makes absolutely no sense. But what we know is this. This COVID-19 virus is like the fucking X-Men of viruses. It mutates over and over again. And we are going to get to a point, if we do not get everybody vaccinated, we are going to get to a point where we are going to see breakthroughs because it will have mutated so much that it will be able to navigate through the Pfizer, through the Medina, and other vaccines that we have out right now. So, folks... Again, if you are not vaccinated because you are hanging on for what I do not know, understand that the variants that are coming out are worse than the original and the vaccines that we have in place are currently holding. But it will not matter if you are laying in a hospital bed, getting ready to be intubated and now say to a doctor, I'd like the vaccine. It doesn't work that way. It's too fucking late. Speaking of too late, Let me talk about Arkansas governor, Lord Jesus. I mean, if stupidity was a person, it would be Asa Hutchinson. So let me read you this report by CBS News. So Hutchinson now, right, 
Now that his his state, by the way, of Arkansas, has the lowest vaccination rates of any state, which is not shocking. It's fucking Arkansas, right? But here's what CBS News is reporting. Hutchinson has regrets about signing a bill banning mask mandates in the state. It appears the Republican governor has now come to his senses. He's come to his senses. I wonder what did that? Is it the potential collapse of the hospitals or is it the fact that his constituents are now dying in mass that he's like, ooh, maybe that whole mass thing that I jumped on the bandwagon with Trump and the rest of the idiot fucking Republican governors, maybe that wasn't a good idea. So now he says he's come to his senses and understands the risks that local schools face as Arkansas remains one of the nation's least vaccinated states, according to the Centers for Disease and uh, Control and Prevention. Quote, yes, in hindsight, I wish that it had not become law. What? Sir, sir. You are the fucking governor. Do we need to play the fraggle rock like how the bill becomes a law? Do we need to walk you through some Sesame Street shit so that you understand your role as governor and what you can and cannot do and how if you do something so fucking egregious and dumb like creating a mask mandate, banning a mask mandate in your state and other municipalities in your state from being able to care for themselves that you can reverse that because you are in fact the fucking governor, right? Create an executive order to overrule your stupid law. Bring your own case to court and say, yeah, I fucked up and here's why it's unconstitutional. Whatever it is that you need to do to back your way out of your fucked up decision-making, maybe do that instead of saying, oops. So he goes on to say that, um, In hindsight, he wished it had not become law, but it is law. And the only chance we have is either to amend it, which again, you can do, or for the courts to say that it was an, uh, has an unconstitutional foundation, which frankly, I would love to see Hutchinson sued. And I would love for then for this to be used as a way to protect the people in Texas from their executioner, AKA governor Abbott, and for the people in Florida from their executioner, AKA Satan. Oh, I'm sorry. DeSantis, right? So Hutchinson's epiphany, according to CBS news, couldn't have come at a worse time for the state as a surging number of cases has left officials scrambling for ways to contain the outbreak. The state saw its highest, folks, increase in COVID-19 hospitalizations earlier this week on Monday. The Delta variant now accounts for 93% of COVID-19 infections, according to the CDC. And again, I just, you know, I'm going to keep saying it until I'm blue in the face. We did not need to be here. We didn't. This is not 2020 when we were still trying to understand what it was that we were battling against and we had no tools except for masks and social distancing and washing our hands. A year later, we are in an incredible place. We have multiple vaccines that have been fast-tracked and approved. We're still using masks and we're still telling people to social distance. But there is the right protecting armor, which is the fucking vaccine. And it is free. 
right? It's not even like we're in the money-making scheme of the Trump administration where they're like, oh yeah, everyone can get a vaccine, but it's going to be $200 in order for everyone to get a shot. That's not the case. It is free. So there is no reason for you not to have been vaccinated at this point. And trust me, I still have some friends and family that are just like, uh, I'll wait and see. And I'm just like, wait and see what? There is a reason why you did not become a nurse or a doctor. There is a reason why you are not in the health profession and other people are there, right? I'm not saying that you should just be a blind patient and not ask questions. But when we're facing life and death, as President Biden said this week again, this is life and death right? People that are dying right now from COVID-19 do not have to die. Do you understand that? This is, this is death that is unnecessary at this point because we have prevention for it. No one has died from the vaccine, but over 617,000 Americans have died, right? I just don't know what what else you need to see. I've talked about the fact that you're looking at numbers that we have seen that if you're combining our last wars, the COVID-19 pandemic killed more people than the last three wars combined, folks, right? We were losing on average 3,000 some odd people a day. That was a 9-11 happening every fucking day. You know, I I continue to wonder what it would have been like had we had a President Hillary Clinton, where we would have been, how we would have been united as a nation, battling together arm in arm against this horrific pandemic and recognizing that wearing a mask was showing not only your empathy towards your community, the people around you, but then your care for yourself. I just don't understand how we are in this place. And when I say that, I know how we are in this place, but my God, I don't know what it is going to take for us to be able to bridge this divide because people now have identified with being an anti-vaxxer. Now it's part of their identity, right? That they are saying, no, you will not. My kids deserve liberty. And so I'm not going to have them wear a mask in the classroom. What? So everyone else needs to be at risk for your perceived li- for your perceived liberty. And I say this all the time. Why is it, folks, that these are people, and I'm talking about the people who want to talk about my body, my choice, as it pertains to wearing a mask, right? And these are the same people that are rolling out and asking for some of the most horrific anti-choice, anti-abortion bills that we have ever seen. Someone having an abortion has nothing to do with you, right? Even if you are the person that got them pregnant because it is their body, right? You not wearing a mask and with this new Delta variant can infect eight up to eight other people. It's a communicable, very contagious virus. Abortions, not contagious, right? Because somebody over there has an abortion doesn't mean that it causes a domino fucking effect. So it's insane to me that they have the audacity to use language that we have been using in the pro-choice movement to now use it as a way to justify their ignorance, to justify their indifference, right? 
to other people. I just say, folks, that it is, it's really unsettling. It's really unsettling. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know how we move forward here. And I'm worried because I believe that things are going to get incredibly worse. We're moving into the fall. We're moving into winter. These are some of the biggest holidays will be coming up where folks gather and you have a mix of family members that are vaccinated and others that are not, right? Schools are going to be starting. My concern is that we get back to a place where we're being asked to shut down, right? Where we're being asked to stay indoors. And I'm going to say, why the fuck do I have to abide by that? I did the right thing, right? Like from the beginning, as soon as it was available. So, you know, I wish that Darwinism would find its way, but unfortunately, we don't live in an, on islands onto ourselves. That's not how we exist. And so one person's fuck up in this scenario becomes another person's problem. And it shouldn't, it honestly should not be that way. Coming up next, folks, is my conversation with our dear friend, Glenn Kirshner, to unpack the latest in Trump's crime-filled world and whether or not we are going to see the parade of indictments that he's been talking about. Friends, I am always so happy when we have the opportunity to sit down with our friend, MSNBC legal analyst and the host of Justice Matters, Glenn Kirshner, who has been walking us through the tangled web that Donald Trump and his criminal associates have weaved over the last four years and beyond. Glenn, every week there is another series of breaking news as it relates to what Donald Trump was doing with our Department of Justice and how it was being weaponized. This week, the latest that Donald Trump basically asked in very clear form for the Department of Justice to say that there was something nefarious, something unseemly about the election and that he would, quote, take it from there. Explain to us why we are not seeing a parade of indictments yet and why every media outlet, it seems to me, is making excuses as to why there's no statute for this. So we can't possibly indict Donald Trump and charge him with anything because it'd just be too hard. So first of all, I can't explain why we haven't seen indictments because we should have seen them long ago for Donald Trump. I still happen to believe they're coming because I don't think Merrick Garland and the current leadership at the Department of Justice wants to let Donald Trump bring an end to the American experiment that is democracy. Um, but, but let's talk about why the pundits or the, uh, the legal commentators or the reporters are dead wrong on the assertion that there are no criminal statutes to cover this. And let me start with a 60-second Crim 101 class, mm -hmm. okay? Because what we just got is, is direct evidence out of the mouth of Donald Trump that proves his corrupt intent. And that's often the hardest piece of the, of the legal puzzle to prove. So here's the quick 30-second, 60-second Crim Law 101 class. There are two kinds of evidence, direct evidence, and circumstantial evidence. The law makes no distinction between those two. Judges every day in courtrooms around the country instruct juries that there is absolutely no dis uh, legal distinction between circumstantial evidence and direct evidence. What are those two kinds of evidence? Well, 
if you go to bed, if you look out the window before you go to bed, and then you go to bed, and you wake up, and the ground is wet, but it was dry when you went to sleep, that's circumstantial evidence that it rained. You didn't see it rain, right? Maybe uh, sprinklers came on, and maybe it didn't rain, but it's circumstantial evidence that it rained. Direct evidence is if you stay up during the night and you look out the window and you see it raining. That's direct evidence that it rained. What we just got in the recent reporting about mm -hmm. Donald Trump telling his DOJ officials, I want you to go out and say the election was corrupt. Doesn't matter that it wasn't corrupt because they said we have no evidence that it was. He said, doesn't matter. You go out and say it, let me take care of the rest together with my Republican allies in Congress. That's direct evidence out of the mouth of Donald Trump of his corrupt intent. What that does is it informs everything moving forward in time from the date of that conversation, December 27th. So mm -hmm. now we can, this is like the holy grail of evidence for prosecutors, because now you can walk into court, you can indict him for inciting the insurrection, and you can prove that he knew that the, that the uh, election was not fraudulent, was not stolen, was not corrupt, because his Department of Justice officials told him it wasn't corrupt, and he said it doesn't matter. Just like I needed President Zelensky to announce a bogus investigation into the Bidens, and you let me take care of the rest, and I'll use it to my political advantage. He did the same thing with his own Department of Justice. You just tell everybody's everybody the election was corrupt, even though it wasn't, and you let me take care of the rest. First, so the first criminal statute is inciting an insurrection or rebellion, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that statute only requires the following, and I'm reading right from the federal code. Whoever incites or engages in any rebellion or insurrection against the authority of the United States or the laws thereof shall be imprisoned for not more than 10 years. This now proves his corrupt intent on January 6th when he told everybody, get down there and stop the certification. He said steal, but he knows it wasn't a steal because the Department of Justice officials told him it wasn't a steal. But now, courtesy of this new reporting, this new revelation, mm -hmm. There's actually a second criminal statute that prosecutors can prove he violated, 18 U.S.C. 610, coercion of political activity. And boiled down to its essence, that statute says that it is unlawful to intimidate any employee of the federal government to engage in or decline to engage in political activity. He told his DOJ officials, go out and lie to the American people about the election being corrupt. When they pushed back and said it wasn't corrupt, he said, you know, a lot of people have been wanting me to get rid of the, the top uh, DOJ officials. What are you gonna say about that now, sport? This is, this is prosecution 101, Danielle. These charges are provable in court. That is it for me today, folks, on the Woke AF Daily podcast. To hear more conversations like the one I have with our friend Glenn Kirshner, check me out on patreon.com slash Woke AF. Power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.